Welcome to the Infinite Mark Podcast. I'm Pete, and I'm here all alone today. I've got a special treat for all of you who are watching and listening, and I call it a table read episode. So recently on the podcast, Daniel and I have been diving into these screenplays that we've been writing. We've been writing them live on camera for all of you to witness, and hopefully one day we'll be able to actually have the logistics and and the funds and the resources to go out and film these. Um, I've also been working on some stuff solo behind the scenes because I love writing. It's my passion. This is what I do for for like a hobby on, on top of doing it for work. Um, I finished a short screenplay called Possessed. I've already got a location in mind. I've already got a couple of actors in mind. Um, I've gone through a couple of iterations of the script and I think that it's ready to shoot, but I wanted to read it for all of you and I wanted to get some feedback if you're willing to give it to me. Uh, I'm always open to hear what my fans and colleagues think about my stories and I'm always open to constructive criticism and notes. So after this episode, if you have a couple of ideas or notes or criticism, please leave it down in the comments. And if you are enjoying our content and you want to hear more, please subscribe, like, and share our videos to all of your friends and family. That's the best way that you can support us. Uh, We are going to dive back into those three stories that we've been working on recently. Um, Companion, a short film, A Grain of Sand, which is a feature film, and Insurgent, which is a feature film. However, I just wanted to take a little bit of a break and try out this new format of an episode because once we finish those scripts, those scripts that you guys have been following along with, uh, we would love to read them out loud, not only with one person, but potentially with a a crew of people, somebody to read each and every character and somebody to narrate. Um, You know, that's usually the process when the film is ready to to make, to, to actually when the script is ready to film and the cast has been hired, they do a couple of table reads. That way everybody can kind of get the feel of the tone. The characters can, the actors can, can really experiment with their characters in front of uh, the producers and the director and the cinematographer. And everybody kind of just gets a better feel for each other and each other's process and, and the way they work. And uh, I think it's a really cool process, especially uh, especially when you actually have a crew. I don't have a crew today, but I am reading this for all of you to enjoy. So please stay tuned for Possessed. Interior, loft, evening. Security camera, living room, the phone rings. Kitchen, the phone rings. Balcony, the phone rings. Bathroom, the phone rings. Entrance, we see Joy walk through the front door dressed in black. She drops her keys and takes off her coat. The phone stops ringing. The answering machine beeps. Mark, voiceover, distraught. It's me. I... I... Never mind. I can't do this. Click. Entrance. Joy walks out of view. Kitchen. Joy answers the kitchen, leans up against the countertop. Crane down to cinematic camera. Joy closes her eyes and begins to breathe deeply. She snaps her eyes open and takes one final deep breath. She glances at the answering machine. The light is flashing. Slam cut to montage. Joy suddenly spins around. She snatches a bottle of vodka. She grabs a glass cup. She pours ice and vodka into the glass. She plops down on the couch and montage. 
Joy glares out the enormous windows onto a beautiful sunset just behind rolling desert hills. She gulps down half her drink. Her eyes swell with tears. Her hands tremble. She drops the cup and collapses into the couch, wailing. Tears flow down her face. Her mascara runs. Joy tries to control her breathing. She picks herself back up into a sitting position and wipes her face. She glances down at her cup and sighs. She leans down. Behind her, out of focus just outside the window, a hooded figure, death, sneaks by unseen. We hear liquid being poured, then Joy comes back into view. She brings the cup to her mouth, sips her drink. She stares out the window as the sun sets. Darkness sets in. Silence. Ring! Joy jumps, snapping her head back towards the phone. She she snickers, shaking her head as she catches her breath. The phone stops ringing. The answering machine beeps. Larson, voiceover. Miss Davis, this is Detective Larson. I'm sorry to bother you right now, but we need to ask you a few more questions regarding the incident. Please give me a call back. Click. Tears return to Joy's eyes. She wipes her face. Joy to herself. (sighs) Shake it off. She places her drink down. She turns on some music and begins closing the curtains on all the windows. When the curtains are shut, she chugs the rest of her drink, then pours herself another one. She begins dancing to the music. Cut to exterior, balcony, night, point of view. Death watches Joy dance through the closed curtains. We hear it make a terrifying gurgling sound. Back to interior, loft, night. Bang! Joy stops dancing and snaps her head at the noise. She stares at the sliding glass door, motionless. Creak. Her eyes widen. She jumps towards the stereo and stops the music. She grabs the bottle of vodka, holding it like a weapon. She freezes, listening. Joy creeps her way towards the sliding glass door, ready to fight. The wind howls outside. Creak. She tenses up gripping the bottle tighter. She gets closer and closer. Gurgle. Joy reaches out for the door handle. She violently slides the door open, revealing death in Joy's body, dressed in the same outfit, leaning up against the doorframe. Death has mimicked her form. Joy rolls her eyes and sighs. She drops the vodka bottle to her side. Oh, it's you. Of course it is. I already told you. I'm part of you now. Joy pours herself another drink. I don't believe you. Denial? Isn't that one of the steps? Joy carries herself back into the living room and plops down on the couch. Death stands in the doorframe of the open sliding glass door. The curtains flutter in the wind. Death suddenly appears in front of Joy in the living room, now wearing a red dress. So, having a few drinks, are we? Trying to forget something, or just drowning your sorrows? Fuck you! You don't know the first thing about me. Oh, I sure do. Joy throws her glass at death. It goes right through death, a spirit, and shatters on the wall behind her. Joy collapses into tears. Death plops down next to Joy and puts her arm around her shoulder. Hey, it's okay. 
It's not your fault. Joy pulls away from death. She jumps to her feet. Yes, it is. I mean, it was an accident. Death simply stares at Joy. Joy stares back, then turns and walks away. Death shakes her head, disapprovingly. Cut to interior bathroom night. Joy turns the faucet on and splashes water on her face. She glances over at the bathtub with disgust. She looks at herself in the mirror. Then she bends down to wash her face again. When Joy pops back up, Death is standing right behind her in the reflection. Joy flinches. <sighs> That's it. I'm moving. It's this place. That's why you're here. <laughs> that wouldn't help. Although, a change of scenery would be nice. Joy glances back at the bathtub. It's full of soapy water. There's a young boy floating face down in the water. Joy snaps her head away. She looks back at Death. I'm not bound to any place or time. I'm bound to you. You summoned me. Joy storms off. Death follows. The bathtub is empty again. Cut to interior loft night. Joy walks into the kitchen and grabs another glass off the shelf. She pours herself a fresh drink. There's no point in trying to run from this, Joy. It's it's only going to make it worse. Ring! Joy jumps at the ringing phone. Her face fills with anger. Ah! Joy lunges at the phone. She grabs the cord and unplugs it from the wall. She covers her face with her hands and weeps. Death leans up against the wall, smirking. You can try, but I won't let you forget what you did. Joy looks back at Death with sorrow in her eyes. It was me. I was supposed to watch him. She glances down at the bottle of vodka and her full glass. How could I be so stupid? The tears swell in her eyes again. She drags herself out the sliding glass door. Cut to security camera. Balcony. Joy walks outside and leans up against the railing. Cut to cinematic camera. Exterior. Balcony. Night. Joy's hair blows in the wind. She stares into the darkness of the night. Death appears next to her. Joy turns to death. I don't have to take this. No. You don't. Joy looks back over the railing. Death leans in close to Joy's ear, inches away. Come to me. Death dissolves into the air. Joy's left there, alone. Death's voice still lingering on the wind. Joy takes a deep breath, then turns and walks back inside, off camera. We hold on the very spot where she was just standing. A beat. Suddenly, Joy purposefully power walks back to the railing, climbs over, and jumps to her death. Beat. Cut to exterior house, morning. Emergency vehicles are parked in the street. Red and blue lights illuminate the house as the sun rises. A police chief walks out of the house and under the caution tape surrounding the entrance. He approaches a security van and slides open the door, revealing Sergeant Rogers sitting in front of a series of monitors. How's it coming? I just got access to the security system, sir. All right, keep me updated. The chief turns and walks back to the crime scene. He approaches another group of officers and begins chatting. Rogers focuses in on the computer monitors. He opens a folder titled Camera Files. The file opens with all the different security camera recordings from the last 24 hours. Rogers queues up the recording to 10.25pm when Joy enters the loft. 
He fast-forwards to Joy, pouring herself a drink, then walking out to the couch. Rogers presses play. He leans in, curiously. What the? We see Joy sitting on the couch, staring out the window. Rogers presses fast-forward again. Joy just sits there, motionless. Eventually, she stands and shuffles her way over to the sliding glass door. Rogers presses play. Joy opens the door, but just stands there, staring out into the balcony. Rogers presses fast forward. Joy is frozen in place for 45 minutes. Then, she shuffles her way into the bathroom. Rogers changes the camera views, continuing to fast forward. Joy stands in the bathroom, staring at an empty tub for an hour. Finally, she shuffles back to the kitchen like a zombie. Weird. The video continues to fast forward until Joy walks out into the balcony. He presses play. Rogers glances up at the timestamp. It reads, 3.08 a.m. Joy stands there, staring motionless, out into the dark. It's like she's... beat. Possessed? The camera pans over, revealing death, taking the form of Roger, standing over his shoulder. Roger stares at the monitors. We see Roger and Death's reflection in the monitor as the security footage of Joy continues. Death momentarily takes the shape of a dark hooded figure in the distorted reflection. Joy leans forward, flopping her body over the railing, completely emotionless. Roger's watches, completely emotionless. Death, taking Roger's form, turns and looks directly at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. Cut to black. The end.